Hello? Hello, are you here? Well, I'm, I'm not going to ask. You realize that, right? I am going to ask if you're here because, well, it's what I do. And why? Well, because this is the Paul Leslie Hour. That's why. And all of this just means that I want to warmly welcome you to another episode. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Paul E. Leslie's second interview with singing radio and television personality Oleg Frisch. Now, in our ever-present, ubiquitous, omniscient past, we featured the first interview with Oleg Frisch. But on this second one, he dropped in to talk about his new album entitled Duets with My American Idols. Wow! This record features Oleg singing with legendary artists like Ben E. King, B.J. Thomas, Melissa Manchester, Peggy March, Tony Orlando, Gary U.S. Bonds, and many, many others. It's really something, isn't it? You'll just have to, well, you'll have to listen. Now, listen for just a moment, if you will, about this show. It's been going on for 19 years and counting, and we want to thank you for listening and encourage you to help us if you can. Simply visit www.thepaulleslie.com support. You can be a patron of independent media and the spoken word. So, thank you. Now let's hear from Oleg Frisch. Gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to welcome our guest. He's here to talk about his album, Duets with My American Idols, Oleg Frisch. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Good morning, and how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's a nice weather in New York, and, uh, you know, it's morning, and I'm still in a very good mood. (laughs) All right. Tell me, what gave you the idea to... Do this album of duets. You know, it was actually not my idea because originally I wanted to do the album in different languages. But my producer Alan Schwarzberg, he asked me, Oleg, do you know many of the American singers who are well known, who are even more know than you are, which is true, and who sing in different languages? Hmm. I took a couple of minutes and said, well, not really. And he told me, do you know why? No, because there's not too much market for the songs, uh, for songs in different languages. Probably we need to come up with, with another idea. And he went to think and he came back in a couple of weeks and said, Oleg, how many people did you interview within your career? I said, more than 1,000, it's coming up to maybe 1,500, 1,600, 2,000. And so why not to invite those people into the recording studio and they will be your duet partner? I said, Alan, why do they need me? Because they're looking for the new audiences and trust me, it's a really interesting experience. You are a singing TV and radio personality. And we started to do everything, like negotiating, uh, picking up the names of those people. We started to negotiate the schedule. 
to arrange uh, the arrangements, right arrangements, to rehearse, to work with the band. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. It's great. It, it was really, really great, great job. And we did it. And the only two people, uh, I invited maybe 15 or 16 performers whom I really love and those people who are the part of my biography, of my life, because I love their songs. But a couple of people refused, say, Brenda Lee, who was the very first American singer I've ever heard in my life. She did Hello, Dolly on the old, old Russian LP, released probably illegally in the Soviet Union years ago. And she refused because she had a celebration of her 70th uh, anniversary. And she said that, you know, we had another marketing plan, and I, I do not, we do not schedule my duet with somebody else. All right, that's understandable. And another person who refused was Jose Feliciano, though we are very big friends with Jose and his wife, the Susan, nice people. But he is a little bit politicized, and he said that all oh, there's a conflict between Russia and Ukraine. You know, I don't want that my name will be associated with something Russian. I tried to actually influence him and said that, Jose, I am not the part of Russia for 25 years. I don't have anything in common with what's going on there. But he said, all oh, you know, people, anyway, they know that I am the Spanish and Puerto Rican. Anyway, just I am the American citizen for many years. And you are, you are Russian. Anyway, and I don't want any association. Listen, this is your right. And all the other people, they said, yes, we'll do this. Interesting. Why not? And a wonderful team of people got together. A wonderful team. Kanye Francis introduced the album. I had a wonderful duet with Gary U.S. Bond. Wonderful duet with Lenny Kazan, who is a real Hollywood star. We recorded with Peggy March, with Melissa Manchester, with Luke Christie. Of course, Bobby Raydell. Bobby Raydell is my idol as well as Chris Montez, the two people whom I grew up with, with their music, and, well, great, great people, great people. And, uh, you know, uh, Tony Orlando, of course, Tony Orlando. And it's a great bouquet of American stars on my CD. One of the people that you can hear a duet of you and is Benny King on Day by Day. And Benny King's no longer with us. Tell us a little bit about singing with Mr. King. We met with Benny maybe 15 years ago. He came, I was introduced to him by a friend of mine, one musician, who is also no longer with us. We became friends. Benny never said no. Benny always said yes. Oh, do you need me for the interview? No problem. When do you need me? Oh, I am coming. He came to the office of the Russian radio station in 2004. Then he came to the Russian newspaper. Then we met at a couple of concerts. Then I shoot him at the Blue Note when he appeared introducing one of his like latest albums. And then he came to the recording studio. Well, and also he was on my last talk show. He was a wonderful person. Wonderful. You know, always smiling. Smile was a part of his face. Smile was a part of his voice. Smile was a part of his nature. Always, always smiling. And uh, it was funny. I said, Benny, you know, I have a whole bunch of songs. Let me, let me suggest something. He told me, Oleg, whatever you want to do, I will do. But I said, listen, I am crazy about scat. He told me, so what? 
but I cannot do it in your presence. I said, listen, come on. Come on, I will help you. Let's do it. And we record it day by day with a scat part in it. And we left all his remarks. All his remarks. Yeah, he cheers me. Right on the recording. Oh, Oleg, you're, oh, Drew, it's, it sounds great. Oh, good, good, oh, this good cat. And we left it. It's, it's all on the recording. It's amazing. He was a really, he was a real, real good friend and a really nice person. In addition to all of the duets, there's some songs on the album that you sing as solo recordings. The things we did last summer, Dancing on the Ceiling, Bagels and Lux, and the Till There Was You. Four songs. Uh-huh. One of the songs, Bagel and Lux. I love it. <laughs> and that's a song maybe people haven't heard all the time. And you have a personal connection to Sid Tepper, who was one of the co-writers who recently passed right. away. Tell right. us about I discovered this song when I came to see Sid Tepper. He lived in Miami, in Aventura, actually, in Florida. And I was going to do a segment on him for my program. I had a project, Time Out, and we traveled all over the country, filming slept in their homes, in their residences. Sid Tepper was over 90 at that time. He was, I think, 91 or 92. His memory was perfect. His memory was perfect. He remembered everything. He remembers whatever was with him 30 years ago, 80 years ago. He remembers his partner, Mr. Bennett, but not Tony Bennett, Roy Bennett. And he remembers everything. I remember how he, they co-wrote the song Red Roses for a Blue Lady, Rock and Roll for Elvis Presley, his music, how the music was written for Viva Las Vegas, you know. And while leaving his home, he told me, Oleg, hold on, I have something for you. Maybe it will be interesting for you. And he gave me the CD. Uh, it's not an official CD, like a demo. There was a song. And I tried to Google the song, and I found only one version. I think it was the Modernaries or something with the T.H.E. group, and it was recorded in 1938 or 39. And I listened to the song, and I said to myself, my goodness, that's a perfect Jewish-American humor. And it may be a hit. It can be a hit, and we'd love to do a music video on the song, and I recorded it, but unfortunately... When the song was recorded, Sid Tepper just passed away a couple of days or or a week or so before we mastered the song, and he never he never knew about my recording. One of the songs that you recorded on here is a duet with B.J. Thomas, Sonny. What is it like to sing with such a legendary singer? Because uh, he's a friend. Second of all, because we met. Right a couple of weeks before we started the recording, uh, the recording on the CD. And third of all, uh, he's a friend not only uh, myself, and he's a friend with Alan Schwarzberg, who is the producer of the album. And Alan, I said, listen, I'm afraid of DJ. He seems to be very serious. I said, oh, he's a wonderful person. He's a friend. He loves you. Listen, he remembers when there was a snowstorm and you came to film him at the north part of New York State, and uh, it was like maybe 10 years ago we came to film him. It was a very difficult way, snow, snow, 
a lot of ice, ice, snow, and we came, and Jay was really, really impressed. He said, my goodness, uh, Russians from New York came to do a 10-minute interview with me. My goodness. And we became friends. He, he sent me his new releases, uh, some emails, you know, and he agreed, and we decided to do this song because DJ just recorded his album of Brazilian music together with Bob Mann, the same arranger who arranged my album, and together with Alan Schwarzberg. And there were rumbas, chachas, you know, uh, all this Latin music. And he said, listen, why not to do Sunny as, like, mid-tempo samba or rumba? And Bob Mann came up with this wonderful arrangement and recorded it, and uh, I think it's great. DJ, well, DJ is a great musician. Listen, he has five Grammys, five Grammy Awards. Great. When somebody listens to this album, Duets with My American Idols by Oleg Frisch, what do you want people to get out of the experience of listening? My main desire, my main desire actually, is to bring back those names, bring back the names of those people who were really popular, and to remind the today generation that these people, the most of them, are still around. I sincerely understand, understand that people of a certain age won't listen to the album. Or maybe they will do it a little bit like with irony. Ha 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 ha, old people sing. But my mission is to keep them alive, to keep their names, voices, and music alive. And I hope that I made a couple of experiments. I gave uh, to listen to this album to my friends, children, and those kids who uh, came to the U.S. Uh, a while ago or uh, just were visiting the U.S. You know, people who never heard this kind of music, they were amazed. Oh, my goodness, it's a very, it's a very melodical album, one girl said. And she's like 11 or 13. She's a friend of my friend. She's a, she's a daughter of my friend. And she said, oh, I've never had such music. Because in Russia, the music is more aggressive, more negative, more like, you know, for, for that generation. And she said, oh, such a sweet music. And I said, wow, the word sweet. That's what I need. That's what I wanted to hear. Sweet sound. You do this radio and television show, as you've mentioned. And you've spoken to so many of these names from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Who have you not gotten a chance to speak to that you would most like to speak to? Well, there are some people whom I would never interview because they're not with us. I always wanted to interview Frank Sinatra, of course. I always wanted to understand his secret of being the most legendary and iconic performer. Because, you know, there are too many singers who are not worse, worse than Frank Sinatra, who sing not so badly, you know. They are uh, really popular, and it was a big secret to me. Why, say, Frank Sinatra managed to become an icon, and such great people as Steve Lawrence or El Martino or Vic Damone, or, well, the next comes Tony Bennett, of course, or, um, I don't know, well, a lot of people, even Perry Como. Why those people are, they, they couldn't make it and they're not as big as Frank Sinatra. What is the secret? But I couldn't because he passed away in, in the middle of the 90s and I couldn't make it. 
I still want to meet with Tony Bennett. We never met with him. He was never had never been on my shows. I'd like to do an interview with Steve Lawrence. I loved Edie Gourmet. Stephen E. Still my favorite duet. My duet couple and I adore her and his vocals. That's that's how people should sing. I still hope to interview Barbara Streisand. I have too much hopes for interviewing Liza Minnelli because it's so unpredictable. <laughs> and Vic Damon. Vic Damon. And this is my list of people who are around. Vic Damon is a great singer. Katarina Valenta. If we speak about Europe, of course Katarina Valenta because she influenced me. She's the one I grew up with, with her music, with her TV appearances. She was extremely popular in Europe and especially in the Soviet Union. Her style, her, her style to sing in different languages, that's how my idea was born, actually. I am like the shadow of Katarina Valenta in this way. For anyone who's listening to this interview, wherever they are, what would you say to them? Just totally open-ended. Be kind, be sweet, be nice to people, and listen to sweet, nice, and kind music. It's very sad, guys, that they do not write such great melodies as they used to write decades ago. But... We have the whole collection of the Great American Songbook and different interpretations. If you don't like my CD, listen to the other uh, before CDs. If you will enjoy my CD, I will really appreciate it because we try to do our best and to show how the classical standard may sound in 2015. And enjoy the music, enjoy life. <laughs> That's my motto. Do you think that the American Songbook is going to survive? You know, that's a really, really difficult question. The problem is that I'm encountering a lot of difficulties while promoting the album. I'll explain what kind of difficulties are they. The number of radio stations is dramatically decreasing. The number of radio stations where they play standards. There are more internet stations, but very old people, like AARP people, they, they are not in touch with computer as much as people of younger generations. They do not release as many CDs with this music as they used to release before. And there are not so many TV programs featuring those people. You know what happened a couple of months ago? One of my producers, actually my publicist, he almost arranged, it's a very sad story, he almost arranged me on, on a national television with three guest artists and big names whom we recorded with. And a couple of days prior to the broadcast, it was a live broadcast, it's like one of those morning programs on television, someone from TV station called me directly and said, Ola, you know, we love what you do. We love the music. We really appreciate it. But you know, our editor-in-chief or producer-in-chief said that he doesn't want to see so many old people on the same in the same picture. And it won't bring us any ratings. I can understand it from the point of view of business because everyone, every station is fighting 
for its rating. But there should be some programs, there should be someone who will still promote this kind of music, this generation of singers, because I'm sure that there are so many people, millions of people, the Midwest, the southern states, the northern parts of the U.S., Canada, who still remember and love my duet partners and love this music. And I was a little bit shocked. My producer, Alan, told me, oh, don't, don't worry, there are, we will find some other stations and some other people who will like squeeze you into television. It's sad. That's why I did my small, small piece of labor, my small piece, and uh, I released this album just to remind for those people who are still around or who are not around because this generation is passing away. You see, we, we lost Benny King already. We lost Steve Tapper already. Who will be the next one? That's the question. That's why I did this album. And I love all those people and the music. And uh, I love that my audience will also enjoy it. Well, Mr. Frisch, thank you so much for joining us. My last question. Who is Oleg Frisch? Oleg Frisch is a multi-faced personality. And he combines different sides, different activities. First of all, Oleg is a digger. Oleg is a music historian. He digs people from the past. And Oleg's idea is to bring those people into nowadays. Second of all, Oleg is a TV and radio personality, is a celebrity host. But to my understanding, celebrities are those people who are well known to me and to my generation and to generations older and younger. And they deserve more recognition. That's what I do. And third of all, I'm a singing TV personality because I'd like to do a certain cross-promotion. I'd like to promote my TV and radio programs on my live appearances and to promote my live appearances when I'm on the air. And it gives me such a great opportunity to see my audience, to talk to my audience, and then to make them listen and watch me on television. I'm a very positive person, in two words. All the Frisch are very positive, twinging person. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oleg Frisch, you are more gracious than anyone listening to this even knows. I appreciate this very, very much. Oh, my pleasure, Paul, my pleasure. And I'd like to say that what you do for, for the Great American Soul is incredible, because as I, uh, I told, as I said like a couple of minutes ago, the number of radio stations and number of programs and the number of TV stations who play this genre of music is dramatically decreasing. And you're one of a few people who are still in the market. And I appreciate your interest to, to meet all those great performers and long live your program. Thank you so much. And long live Oleg Frisch. <laughs> God bless. Thank you, Paul. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks a lot. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. 
End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.